to On the Block with Stricken Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to the block. Welcome back. Welcome back. What? Well, well, welcome back. It's hot. It's hot on the block. We thank you again for joining us. We were just talking about, uh, you know, a little bit of baseball, a little bit of brawling, a little bit of balling, all of those good things that happen. Bad umpiring. Yeah, mm-hmm. Referees are bad sometimes everywhere. It happens. <laughs> so, it happens. Also, but, Strick, I uh, wanted to say, uh, Bryce says the unwritten rules of baseball is the dumbest thing in all of sports. Do you agree with that? I would agree. Yeah. I, I, I think, yeah, those unwritten rules to yeah. me are just, yeah, it's, it's a bunch of mess. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, 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 especially when I'm talking about the, the part where, you know, you have the flipping of the bats. And, That's where it gets me. You know, yeah. stuff like that. You know what I mean? Come on. It's bro. fun. You, you just, yeah. you just got, you just got that, that thing smashed on you it's okay it happens it's part it's part of the game right. yeah you might strike me out too and what what what, what am i supposed to do hit you with the ball yeah, right. uh, or, or throw my helmet at you because mm-hmm. you pump your fist and you walk off stomping and right you know your You're chest excited, pumped out. Yeah, right it's all yeah that's all part of the game too bro that's good you know so hey it is part of the situation so let's get into in the hardwood a little bit let's Let's talk about some of the things that transpired over the weekend. A lot of games had happened over the weekend. Some good, some bad. Some have brooms ready to be swept. Mm-hmm. Some was able to bounce back and get another breath of life. You know, they were about to drown. And then all of a sudden, somebody had uh, the apparatus just to give them a little <laughs> breath of life. Just, hey, here, take this. I know I've been I've been in scuba and I got the, mm-hmm. the air tank, but mm-hmm. I'm getting here. I'm going to give you a little bit to keep you from drowning. <laughs> That's happened a little bit too, but uh, we'll, we'll talk about the Eastern Conference, what's going on over there. It looked like uh, the broom was about to come out. Trey Young has been struggling over there for Atlanta. They've barely been able to score 100 points throughout the series, and now they find themselves being able to sneak one out in Miami by one point in game three, but only to have Miami to blow the doors off of them mm-hmm. like they've been doing in all the other games in game four. Now we'll play again on Tuesday in, uh, back in Miami. Yeah, back in Miami at 7 o'clock on NBA TV. So, listen, this series is a wrap. I just don't think they have the weapons. We've talked about that before. Um, love everything that Miami has done, how they've been able to increase uh, their team and their and, and to expand their team and getting better. I thought they were very short on the front court, but they, they showed up some of those areas, and now they're finding themselves about to move on into the second, uh, uh, you know, the second round and, and possibly face a – you know, a, a tough matchup there, either probably a Philly. That's going to be right. a tough matchup for them, right. to, you know, to be honest. Uh, I'm interested, Strick, because like you said, this this series is a wrap. This is done. Um, I have my own doubts about Trey Young leading a franchise uh, to the finals and, and winning a championship. But I, I want to focus a little bit more on Miami because I haven't even gotten your thoughts on this. And I'm assuming you you and Bach have talked about it pretty extensively. Outside of the bubble with Miami, I know they're the one seed and all that, but are, are we completely confident they can win the win win the Eastern Conference Finals? And not even that. I mean, 
There were a lot of questions about Jimmy Butler. Is he good enough to be the number one on a championship winning team? So, I mean, basically what it comes down to is how much stock are you taking into the bubble? Because they went to the finals, lost to a team that's not even in the playoffs this year. So I really don't know how to view the Miami Heat. Yeah, the Miami Heat is is really a weird it is. it's a weird type of uh situation, right? Cuz like you said Jimmy Butler to me is not the type of player that is is consistent enough mm-hmm. to be able to hold the 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 team down especially in the playoffs, right? right. Um I think for a long playoff tier, I think he'll have games where he goes off. He has great games. Uh, he plays well. Uh, looking at their numbers, you know, there, there, there's other guys that's been able to step up for them, and that's why I think has made the difference. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the Cal Lowry injury. Uh, he's playing almost 30, 30 minutes a game uh, in the playoffs. Has struggled a little bit, right. But that's the thing that I've talked about. I think Bam uh, Adebayo has stepped his game up a little bit. Um, he's given himself um, just not necessarily a defensive guy now. He can give you a little bit, especially right. in transition. Right. He runs like a little deer. But but one of the surprises is Max Struss, um, yeah. who's, who's, who's coming on for them. You obviously know what Tyler Hero brings. Mm-hmm. But that's the balance that they have. But they go very deep. You get into Duncan Robinson, who can have nights where he goes off. Uh, Victor Oladipo is yeah. is available, but addition, he's yeah. he's a different type of an athlete there right. for them. And then Gabe Vincent's just a solid guy that comes right. in off the bench and just gives them, you know, shooting almost uh, 35% from three. Mm-hmm. Not shooting well from two, but that's really not what they want from him. Right. They want him to be able to knock down shots. They spread the court. They look to have Kyle Lowry and a lot of those guys to be able. And then I think the biggest addition to them also is P.J. Tucker. Um, I think P.J. Tucker's addition mm-hmm. gives them hardness. Yeah. It gives them, you know, you got Caleb Martin who, who can play some D. Uh, but but P.J. Tucker Absolutely. gives them just a hard yeah. nose guy that they didn't yeah. have. Yeah. yeah, your thought. I, I just don't know because, again, when, when I think about the heat, the first thing that comes to mind is just how dominant, for lack of better words, they were in the bubble. And it just it's just completely different game. And last year I know they ended up losing, I believe it was to the Bucks. Um and went on to win the NBA finals, but I just I don't know why I, I just keep associating them with the bubble. Maybe it's just because they went to the Eastern Conference Finals. They won it, I think they were a five seed, went to the finals and all that. I just don't know. They're well-rounded. Victor Oladipo is a great addition, and some sometimes at the trade deadline, that's what they say is the best trade you can make is just getting a guy back on your team that's healthy and, and get him healthy yeah. and ready to play. I don't know, man. I, I just I, I'm very yeah, the curious. Different. Listen, that's the thing. So what do you think about the bubble? To, that's what I'm curious. It's about. so much different to be able to sit in your room, right? Walk down the hall, walk down the freaking whatever, right? the little playground areas mm-hmm. and all that stuff to get to a gym to play. You don't have to, you don't have to travel. It's so much different going in my, even this difference playing in Miami, having to fly to Philadelphia. That in itself right. is still something that is draining on the body after mm-hmm. you didn't oh, play and, and still right. having to fly. You having to sleep in, Yes, you're sleeping in a hotel, but no, you're having to fly, get in a certain amount of time, right. sleep, and you got to maintain a certain amount of schedule right. and all of that. It's so much different than playing in the bubble. So 
Um, I, I just don't think they're going to have enough to get it done. Mm. That's just my, my personal right. opinion. But, um, you know, Philly, Philly, um, I think they're going to get it done. I, I expected them to lose one game. You know, Toronto's not going to just give up the ghosts. Um, you know, I expected them to get one of those games. They got it. Right. And uh, at this point, I think it's going to be a wrap now. You know, they, they were able to do what they had to do in one of those games at home. Going back to Philly, I think it's going to be over. There's not really much to discuss on that one. Bad matchup for them. Mm-hmm. Philly falling to the fourth spot. That's probably one of the best places they could be because right. then if they get through, they're going to match up with a Miami Heat team. They're not going to. And have I to think play that's Celtics. the best. They're not going to have to go through the box. You know, I think that right. was probably a good place for them to fall right. in order for them to move forward. You would you like to discuss anything on that? I think it's over. I, yeah, know, I, I think it's over. I just moving forward, I'm not sure if I'm buying James Harden. That's about that's about what it's what that it comes part. down to. I, I just don't I'm not buying that Ben part. Simmons and I'm not buying James Harden. So if you're the Sixers, until you can figure out your guard position, I eh. Well, the key for that is Tyrese Maxey. Oh, absolutely. And I think yeah. that's been yeah. that's what's been the biggest, you know, thing that they could have did in yeah. realizing that this kid is that guy. Yeah. And and they're letting him be that guy, you know, even deferring to him and right. You know, taking James Harden off the ball at some instances because he's a ball pounder and he can get that thing stagnant. But they they move very well. They get good in transition. Um, and then just just the expanded game of Joel and B, it, it makes it tough for any of them. Uh, this is the series. Go ahead. Let me let me ask you this, too, then. So we'll probably bring this up. It's been a big factor in the, in the Celtics and Nets. Defensively for James Harden, when it comes to the playoffs, how different is it? I mean, you played in the NBA playoffs. How different is the defensive intensity in the playoffs? Like, he gets exposed in the regular season, and then it, it, it seems like sometimes in the fourth quarter you can't even have him on the court because he can't defend a chair. That's it, man. The, the defensive intensity goes to a whole nother level. Right. The scouting so, – so in the playoffs it's all about adjustments because they're going to throw wrinkles at you. One 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 game they're going under the screens or they're switching. Right. Another game they're going to blitz it, and so it's all about how well you do adjustments. And as I lead into this next series, right. that's been the problem. I don't think Steve Nash is going to make it on this team. Right. He has not been able to show. Listen, I played with him. I love him. Hall of Famer, great player. Right. But at the end of the day, he has not been able for me to show that he can make the adjustments to be able to help his star players to be more effective. They their their assist numbers are way down. Yeah. They're not moving the ball. It's becoming one on one, and you can't do that against a perennial defensive team because their help is going to be on point. Their recoveries are going to be on point. You have to have action that's going to be able to move the defensive round and put them at mm-hmm. a disadvantage in certain places. But they don't have much of a disadvantage, and so that's the problem that this is happening. I think this is sweep city. Ooh, sweep. Um. I think Brooklyn might get one. Let me ask you this then. So how much of this do you think it's it's Steve Nash? And then how much do you think it's it's Kyrie Irving and Ben Simmons? Because we've heard plenty about their issues, whether it be on the court, off the court. Even Kevin Durant has had some of his issues before with the Twitter burner accounts, whatever have you. I mean, does that filter on the court? Because I just look at a situation like Ben Simmons Sounds like he's out for game four, too, now. I mean, what, what, what is he doing? If you're a guy on the team like that, has to have some type of impact on the locker room, right? Real salty. Yeah, I'm real salty. And I, I, I kudos to Stephen A. Smith and all of them that right. are basically calling it out. 
you you right now to me Ben Simmons is being a sucker. Yeah. And your team needs you. You ex- you said you would be ready for game 4 right. and now you're sucker moving because the pressure is on. Mm-hmm. 3-0 uh, I, I I listen. I venture to guarantee if they would have won that game, he probably played. Really? Yeah. But he don't want the pressure. He no. don't want the smoke, and he's pulling a sucker move and leaving his team out to dry. Mm. No different than what James Harden did in the same manner. Right. I'm sorry for what Brooklyn has to go through, but listen, it's on their own doing. Kevin DeGrant and himself blew it when he left Golden State. Yeah, they probably could have been a dynasty, but I guess he wanted to try to get out of uh, Robin mode. And become Batman, and, right. and that that uh, Batman, uh, uh, you know, that Batman experience has failed mm. because Brooklyn is now about, to, I think, to get swept. What it, so? My- what's the? What do you do from here, right? Because I mean, you're paying Kyrie Irving, you're paying Kevin Durant, you're kind of stuck with Ben Simmons at least for the immediate future. You move Steve Nash. It, it's similar, kind of what we talked about the Lakers too. It's like. You're moving on from Frank Vogel. You're still stuck with Anthony Davis and LeBron James. Like y- you're stuck. The the Nets are in a similar situation. There's not much you can do, and these other teams too. Do you really want to give up draft capital and young assets to get these guys that are aging on your team? Probably not. I, I just think I just think if he can't show, he's he's really being out coached right now. Yeah, oh, he absolutely. Listen, I, I'm not gonna say that. You, you you get rid of Steve Nash. Right. But I think you have to have an assessment. You right. have to really uh, break it down because that's not going to change unless he changes. And he has right. to show the ability to make adjustments within the game. If not, then, you know, they got to make a decision. They got to say, right. is he the guy? Is he the guy that's going to help us to get there? And, and, like, listen, the players play. They have to perform. But you have to also be able to put them in a position – to be successful. And it looks like there's disarray. It looks like they don't, there's no continuity. It looks like they don't know where the ball is going. Who's, who's going, where am I supposed to cut? Is this a pick and roll? Right. Is this, I mean, it's like they just yeah. out there free flow playing and it's, they're turning the ball over like crazy. You know, Kevin Durant right now is averaging five turnovers a game, wow. only five assists. Right. Same thing. Kyrie Irving, their, their assist numbers are down. Kyrie Irving should be up in the eight, nine range mm-hmm. with assists, but they're they're playing one-on-one basketball against the perennial defense and Absolutely. help team can't get it done that way you have to figure out something else and they haven't been able to what it, what does that say then about kevin durant and kyrie irving who it sounded like in the offseason they kind of handpicked steve nash to be the coach right i mean have you ever been in a situation where there's a superstar on the team they request to have that coach you get it and it just doesn't work out uh you know yeah uh, I think that happens. And, and, it, and that came because of Steve, um, Kevin Durant's relationship that he right. had with Steve and he was coaching right. out there in Golden State. So that right. that's what it's really about in some instances is, is relationships. Mm. But, you know, still, it's, it's, a, it's an important part. We'll get through the Eastern Conference and we'll take a break. Uh, Milwaukee, Chicago. Milwaukee, I mean, listen, Chicago's been fighting. I just, just not enough. Mm. Um, missing ball has been big for them. Um, Giannis, uh, we, we didn't know what would happen with Middleton. They're getting great balance from a lot of their their supporting role guys, and uh, Giannis stepped up and filled up the void and, and gave got gave him almost thirty five points last night. Yeah, so I, I that's mean, huge for them. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for the second round, Strick. I'll tell you that much. The I, second I round the is what, especially in the Eastern Conference, man, it's loaded. Anyone can win this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, pulling off and getting two in Chicago is huge. Mm. After taking a loss in Milwaukee, yeah, that was big for them. Going back to Milwaukee, have a chance to close it out. 3-1, could be 4-1 at it's the end rap. of the day. 
could be a wrap. We'll get to the Western Conference and try to get a, you know, we'll 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 bang through that pretty quickly. We'll get through the Western Conference right after this, right here on the block on 937 the ticket effort.